0: Welcome to the Anime Research Society, otherwise known as ours, episode number 10, brought to you by CG Magazine and the Pixels and Ink Podcast. Our mission? To explore the depths of anime, the good, the bad, and the absolutely insane. We'll take a look at some of the best and worst of the season, and some recommendations to lead you on your own research journey. I'm your host, Cole Watson, and joining us today are our lovely panel of experts, Lisa Muir. Oh,
1: hi, Cole.
0: How are you doing, Lisa? I'm great. That's I'm great. How are you? Uh, still no hashtag found your ditties. Very depressing. These listeners gotta get it. I think you gotta give
2: it up at some point, man. Yeah,
0: I think you're gonna have to let this one go. Fine, I'll buy another one. Remington Joseph. Hey. Hey, man. How's it going? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, <laughs> <bad>. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry you don't get your ditty. Right. <laughs> and Preston Doza. Hello, Cole. Hello, Preston. Hello, Cole. Hello, Preston. Hello, Cole. How's your amiibo hunt doing? I uh, only own
2: two amiibos. One of them is the um, Wolf Link amiibo from the Twilight Princess Special Edition, and the other one is uh, Waluigi. And I'm thinking of buying a second Waluigi. <laughs> because I could have Waluigi
1: you can't have amiibo. enough Waluigis.
2: Because <laughs> he is the objectively the best amiibo.
1: Yep. He's Indeed. he's the best of everything. I know. Wow. When Mario Tennis co-
2: <laughs> when Mario Tennis comes out, Aces comes out next month. It's just going to be me maining like Waluigi, like it's a fighting game and it's like, yeah, he has like horrible stats, but screw that's it, Waluigi and he has a rose in his mouth in this
0: victory pose and that's amazing. Exactly. <laughs> it's like picking Dan the Street Fighter. You yeah. do it for the lulls. Yeah,
1: yeah. Aww.
0: But today we are assembled to look at two new anime series uh, that have premiered in the spring season. If you don't know how this season works, for all you first listeners out there, uh, someone on the panel nominates two series now. Yeah, we're changing it up, uh, and we look at three episodes of each. Uh, we go really in depth, so there are spoilers. But I hope you're along for the hope you're along for the ride. So the first series that we're looking at today is Hina Matsuri.
1: Good
2: choice. Yeah. Uh, good exactly. choice. Exactly, good choice. best comedy of the
0: season. Yeah. Best comedy of the season, sure. I agree with you I on this am one. a very large <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. So That's for great. our listeners who may not be familiar with it, Hina Matsuri is the story of a young bachelor and Yakuza lieutenant, Nita Yoshifumi, who winds up being the guardian of a young, uh, powerful telekinetic girl named Hina when she appears out of nowhere in the middle of his apartment. Despite this already ridiculous setup, the anime is actually a comedy series about Nita and Hina's sudden relationship. Hina is a deadpan girl who uses her abilities without common sense, uh, which usually results in her destroying something or putting the rest of the characters in an awkward situation and forcing Nita to clean up the mess with either large sums of money uh, or his Yakuza influence. So, let's get right into it with Episode 1, The Arrival of the Psychokinetic Girl. Uh, So we already introduced Nita, and we already introduced Hina, but she appears uh, in a large metal pod that drops onto his head out of nowhere. Uh, Once she's released, she uses psychokinesis to threaten Nita into buying her clothes and toys. Nita soon realizes that he's become her de facto guardian. When Hina asks to enter school, Nita offers to enter in a nearby school if she stops using her powers, which, after an awkward introduction, Nita settles into her new school, but her power has to be used, or it builds up and creates explosions. Uh, And at this time, it it, it happened in Nita's apartment, which is very sad when he's very passionate about his vase collection. Later, Nita makes use of her powers uh, to clear off a plot of land for his company, and after that job's over, Nita is called in by his Yakuza boss to take revenge on a rival group. Uh, He accidentally convinces Hina to do the job for him, as she uses her powers to wipe out the entire enemy office by herself. Episode 2. This is How You Have, a superpower battle. And this was a great episode. (laughs) A blonde girl emerges from a similar pod as Hina, single-handedly taking down a street gang and stealing their leader's clothes. Nita accidentally runs into her at a ramen shop and finds out that she has the same powers as Hina. With help from local homeless contacts, Nita tracks down the girl, Anzu, and uses Hina to subdue her without further damage. Hina offers to hang out with Anzu one last time before she returns to the future, and the two stay over at Nita's apartment. After saying goodbye, Anzu finds she can't return to her original time because Nito threw her pod in the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> Later, Nita, Nita finds out that his favorite woman have stopped asking him out as word has gotten around that he has a daughter, Hina, uh, and Hina is growing suspicious that, why, why are you avoiding me? Because now all all is doing is going back to his previous life and simply handing her a can of mackerel for dinner. <laughs> uh... Hina ends up asking Utako, the, uh, the bartender of, uh, I believe it's called the Single Song, for advice while Hitomi is accidentally pressed into service as a bartender by a drunken man. Utako and Hina return to the bar to find Hitomi, Hina's friend, serving drinks for multiple customers, <laughs> uh, including Nita. The group then heads together to a nearby cabaret club and parties hard. This <laughs> <Next> morning, <laughs> Nita wakens to find a large invoice from the club. Uh, And lastly, I can't believe this was the title of it, actually. Hobo Life 101. (laughs) So Anzu, uh, because she can't escape, finds herself hunted down by local shopkeepers for her shoplifting of food. She's just going everywhere. Uh, And a homeless man helps her escape her pursuers and teaches her how to live honestly at a local homeless encampment. That's where I was raised. (laughs) Nita stumbles across Anzu, picking up cans for change, and offers her 40,000 yen. She rejects it at first, but then accepts, hoping to help out her fellow homeless people. However, Utico and the lo- and the local shopkeepers catch her and take all the money immediately for everything she's taken. (laughs) At night, Hitomi secretly works as a bartender after being blackmailed by Utako in a great scene. However, the bar's patrons have taken a liking to her drinks, including Hitomi's homeroom teacher and vice principal. (laughs) Meanwhile, Nita remarks that he'd love to have Anzu and Hina switch places sometime. The next day, Hina tries to clean the apartment to avoid her nightmare scenario, but her carelessness makes things worse and the scene ends with Nita coming into a destroyed apartment. Uh, destroyed apartment, excuse me, but yeah, that's the first this three episodes. So yeah. It's <laughs> pure
1: gold. He told me he's the best character in any anime ever. Every <laughs>
0: one of these girls is amazing, so, yeah. every one of these characters well, that's what really
3: is really. Yeah. yeah, and it, it makes me think back to the last week with magical girl. Go- All right, just. The difference of how to make a comedy series yes. is having good characters. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Because all of these characters I loved. Like, they are so funny. And it's not just that they're funny. It's because I like them, I cared more about their situation. Like, uh, uh what's the girl, Anzu? Anzu. Anzu. I, I felt for her situation where she's homeless yeah. and, and I was like oh man and she's all these homeless guys are like being reminded of their grandchildren and everything yeah. when they see her and it was nice it was a touching moment
1: okay but the fact that she experiences actual growth within like An her episode. introduction her introduction, <laughs> and like the very beginning of the next episode yeah. like it's great um, and Hitomi's like bartending skills guys oh she's the best she's awesome oh man I love that so serious thing were about it she goes with everything like it's just like no big deal and it's just
0: so great. She's such an innocent sweetheart. Like, where, how she gets blackmailed into the bar. That was a great situation. Yes. Is Utako is like, hey, I have pictures of you at the bar and I have a voice recording of you at the bar. You know, you're locked in. You're blackmailed. And she's like, well, I've been recording this whole situation. How about we both agree to delete <laughs> our content and only Hitomi does? Yeah. She's like, no, I'm trapped here forever. <laughs> What's even better, I found, was that Wow, she's like a natural born yeah. bartender. The drink making makes... scene was really great. Those yeah. her teachers. It's like a
3: middle school girl without calms, without calms is all over. For he, doing he's this. thinking
0: of every excuse to why it can't be. Yeah. Tell me, even though it's and blatant. everybody's sitting there just laughing. They're like, ha, she's got skills. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I'd like to shout out my favorite character, Nita. Yes, oh, The, best man, dad of the, the year. man at the center of this and the best dad of the year because. <laughs> He, okay, first of all, he does a decent job of caring for her, like, even though she just magically shows up in his apartment. And second yeah. of all, every single instance of him turning, like, okay, you know, maybe you could do something good. Like, maybe this can work out better. It's just immediately turned into the most horrible
3: thing. Yeah. But the fact
1: that they actually juxtapose, like, the ridiculousness of the situation and still manage to maintain, like, some of the stakes that are... At- that are involved with Nita's situation yeah. as being a Yakuza. Like that second episode where he knew he was going into his death. Yeah. And they kept it, they kept that tone. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then just the scene of her walking through and just and like everybody ow, just flying out of the window. Ow, 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 oh yeah. Like, ow. Ow. No, it's like Owie! Owie! <laughs> yeah. owie. Yeah, that's what that scene does, where or... he's
2: just standing outside of that building, just like yeah, staring like, like with plates just a blank face and like on. Couches of people flying out, and it's just like <laughs> He's it's like he has the look that's just some like it's so perfect because yeah. he's like what is my life?
0: I think yeah. the joke that hit life? I think the joke that hit Horiz uh with me for that first episode where she destroys all the gang members, is uh right afterwards he he, he treats her to a bowl of salmon roll, like the most exquisite salmon roe in the in the place, and he's like yeah, you did. You know, this is like an adult life. You know, you put in the work, you get a proper reward. And she's and she starts eating the sandro, and like, I have become a woman. No, no, you have <laughs> no. not. <laughs> there's
1: some like there's some really the
2: running gag of her sitting in like the Yakuza thing. It's like I oh, love that with
1: the this tea. tea. It's so <laughs> yes. delicious, clearly it's so the great. greatest tea in the land.
2: It's like a hundred yen shot.
1: <laughs> did you now? Did you guys get a chance to check out the uh, voice dub, the English dub, at all? No. no. Okay, the English dub is like. Brilliant. So, do you remember how a few weeks back I was going on about Space Dandy and how amazing this English dub was because of the quips and like the under talking kind of thing and over talking? Mm -hmm. Exactly the same thing that happens here. There's like these, like that scene where no, no, you're not. It was very much like this. (laughs) She's talking and going, "Mm," and he's like, no, no, you're not, no, you're not, kind of thing. And it's just the way they they like like it's just so fast and really really tight like those voice actors like l- sounded so much like they were really enjoying every part they played it was yeah, really yeah. great
2: and let's also take a, a, a second to not lo- not just looking at the jokes the animation is really yeah. good. oh my god, god. that
0: telekinetic battle between Hina and Anzu oh, was so great Where yeah. <laughs> I forget what game they're playing it's like they, they play the rock scissors. paper scissors and then Look here is yeah. what yeah. they tried to do. They had
1: to, they had to try to make she yeah make rare, the other flinch. Yeah, basically. make the other one look actually look. Yeah. They yeah. had to resist the other like one of the Hina was uh, uh take basically trying to make Anzu look to the left or look down. Yeah, and, and almost Anzu kills Anzu had her. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it but the you're right the way it was animated like there was so much detail and so much like. Force in the whole thing. It was yeah. great,
0: especially in those facial expressions. Like really sold the scene. Yeah, and even the character designs—they're simple, but they still feel sort of unique. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they like, have I enough like those characters. They have enough like bounciness to them that they they yeah. feel like really.
3: Also, I'm noticing a new trend and. I can't say if this is because of the animation style, but it feels as though frosted tips are the new way to make unique characters.
1: Yeah, yeah. The frosted tips. Everybody has frosted tips. Yeah, and the bailage in yeah. all the girls. Yeah. They all have the bailage here. No. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm only concerned, okay, because of that very first scene when we see the fight and we see a girl who has not been introduced yet, and I think it's going to be a little while before this person's introduced, yeah. I'm going to be afraid of having too many characters in this to follow. Follow. but mm-hmm. if they keep it up like the way they've been doing it like they, they treat each episode so you get a taste of each character but you also see like a significant event in their lives yeah. so that you do see growth well yeah to me the same way
3: that Magical Gore reminded Cole of Bobo Bo, yeah this reminded me of Gintama
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where yeah,
3: automatically, I'm like, oh, these are well-rounded characters, and their their quirkiness isn't their only factor.
0: Yeah, and it's not like a key element of the story either. No. Like they completely jump uh, out of it. Like once Anzu arrives and, yeah. and <laughs> becomes homeless. Well, yeah, because I've seen like even in Good Time there's a homeless character. Yeah, yeah, but that character
3: is treated completely different from Anzu, and it's not just the like, same homeless humor. Yeah.
1: This, oh man, mm-hmm.
3: look at her like scrambling for change. Oh, but it's, it's not her even... personality that goes with that.
1: But it's interesting you say that because it's not just her because there's the the, the kind of camp of homeless yeah. people and there's like humanity brought to them. Yeah. In their first like really short scene, you yeah, see yeah. real humanity. They made,
3: they made homeless people seem like an honorable job. Just yeah. being,
1: no, it's not,
0: like
3: it's... the way that they carry the stuff, they're like, You gotta do this work if you want that change. Yeah.
0: And
3: <laughs> she's like so disappointed. She's like we've been walking all day. It's like, get used to walking, this is the job. <laughs> Out. Yeah, it's just like we've been walking for two hours.
1: But yeah, but it's it's not even that. It, it it's just it's tr- like they, they became people as yeah. opposed to like this is a backdrop of homeless yeah. people kind yeah. of thing. And it's yeah. just, it's. Internet, it, to see it you know it's, it's nice to actually see it in ca- any kind of media kind of thing yeah
0: oh, so. a lot of Anzu's stories are strangely touching yeah like they hit me in the feels I'm like
1: it's just a homeless kid. yeah but,
0: but the way they go about their daily lives the way they go to the soup kitchen and, and get their daily meals and then like the, the backdrop of Anzu like just insider thing like I can't waste the candle yeah. and oh god he has like eaten all of my, all of my ramen. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everybody's story is just sweet. Yes. Yeah. That's how I feel
3: about it. Like, looking at Nita taking care of Hina, I'm like, oh, this is sweet. It's touching. Like, her trying to clean up the house. Yeah, I thought that was so adorable.
1: And I lo- After
3: she ate rotten salmon <laughs> but
1: they, they don't grow her character unrealistically because no. she tries to clean the house and she's just like, oh, I'm tired now. Yeah, I my favorite do this part, anymore. she makes a huge
3: mess. She breaks a vase. She, <laughs> she spills water all over the like, place. She's like, I'll, clean I'll this- go back to this later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just she just
0: leaves. She looks for every way to skip corners. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
1: I don't know. It's uh I'm I'm really excited by this one. I can't wait to I actually can't wait to watch the ne- each next episode yeah. as it comes out. Yeah. And I haven't felt like that for like a full season, so <laughs> that's yeah. really like, awesome. Can
0: we actually identify does anyone have any weaknesses they want to point out?
1: Uh, just the one I was thinking of is just the fact that I'm worried that there's gonna be too many characters to follow as it goes on if yeah. they don't mm-hmm. if they don't treat it right. Because I'm already starting to see like I've I've gone ahead a little bit, um and I'm not so far a lot of my fears haven't presented themselves but um, I think I I could genuinely see the real treatment to this the way they're handling every situation in it
0: yeah I think the core three will always be Hitomi Anzu and Hina Mm -hmm. and Nita as a pair but uh, going forward Like this is only planned as a a twelve episode series, so I think it's going to stay mostly to those core groups, and then the the characters they introduce uh, right now they seem to be just more side things, but they also add their unique flair. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I'm really hard pressed to find major problems with it. I mean, aside from Mm -hmm. the obvious ones that always happen with a comedy, there's there's always going to be some fluff um, and some jokes that fall. But uh, I don't think I I got a
0: single one that fell on me.
1: Oh, there's ones that I didn't chuckle out loud. Ones I'm more like ah. Yeah, my only that's fear funny. is getting
3: tired of some of them, like um, yeah. like a uh, Hina's friend. I can't remember her name. Right? Hitomi? No, Hitomi. I'm never gonna get tired like, of that. I'm worried that I'll get tired of that if they just stick to that. If that's the joke, just oh, I don't oh, think she's you. a good bartender. I don't think you will. No, they ha-
1: I, I don't think I don't think I they're don't going not. to. Because <laughs> I, I don't think they, they're going to because they've kind of played that up before she became the bartender yeah. that whatever happens, she just goes with it. Yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. immediately when she became Hina's friend um Hina, uh yeah, Hina's friend, she like basically everything that Hina does, she just kinda of went with yeah, it. Yeah, she was so saying I, she's like,
3: no. I I'm tired of getting wrapped up in stuff. So yeah, hopefully hopefully something more happens. With
0: that. Yeah. But yeah, this is not. I have no Love this show. About this Watch movie. it, please. Yeah. Great. yeah,
1: definitely start watching it if you haven't already. It's awesome.
0: So we'll move on then to another charming series, I think, that came out this season. Watakoi. Love is hard for Otaku. Now I know me and Preston have uh read like all of the manga for this one. The show
2: the manga was very sweet, and seeing it um animated gave me diabetes. Yeah, because <laughs> it is so sweet. It is so sweet, and I'm like every time I watch it, it just makes me happy inside. Yeah. Like it, oh, it makes me, me feel warm for and fuzzy. it was a
3: little too sweet. I'm yeah. not. I don't normally go that hard. I, so, mean, I was like, oh how man, hard this, you go? Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, this is this is too cute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just
1: need At, a little break. <laughs> after last week's, I was so hoping for a sweet anime, and this one delivered in the ways that I wanted. Like Ben Breakfast Spirits to deliver. <laughs> so in terms of sweetness and relationships and I'm not even gonna lie I felt such a connection to some of the characters there and their relationship I'm like like, that's my relationship right now oh my god (laughs) it's
2: like I'm seeing myself in him way too much but oh my god I love this so much
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: it's so relatable so for Listeners, let's break it down real quick. Watakoi is a slice-of-life comedy about two couples of closeted otakus all working in the same company. During the day, they maintain their professional work routine until break time, where they come together and break out of their shells to passionately discuss their individual hobbies and interests, including cosplay. Figures, games, anime, and manga. However, because both of these couples are otakus, uh, all of them are socially have socially awkward quirks to them, and building a serious romantic relationship is rather difficult for them. Uh, now, that is an anime adaptation right here of like a 6 coma manga. Uh, it, it usually comes like with what, like nine nine pages per chapter, Preston? Like something you'd say? like that? Yeah, nine yeah. to ten pages. So there isn't actually a lot to the story that really adds there it's just the situations that they're in and it's intended as like a light-hearted charming series that we've already discussed that people can enjoy and identify with uh, so I'll just break down the episodes real quick episode 1 Narumi and Hirotaka meet again Narumi Momosei, a secret yaoi fangirl, decides to change jobs after her boyfriend breaks up with her and runs into her childhood friend, Hirotaka Nifuji, a hardcore game addict. At her new company, by coincidence, Narumi tells Hirotaka that they're otaku friends, but Hirotaka has something that he wants to tell Narumi. And that goes right into episode two, Are We Now Dating? Narumi and Hirotaka went from being otaku friends to being in a relationship. However, Narumi feels awkward and starts avoiding Hirotaka. When they notice what's going on, their senior co-workers Hanako Koyanagi, a cosplayer, and Taro Kapakura, a mild otaku, try to give some advice. And then episode three. Oh, I didn't write one for that. Okay. Hirotaka invites Narumi to his house after work, but Narumi still... Starts acting weird. As they head to his place, Narami talks about her childhood memories, but tells Hirotaka that she doesn't remember how they started being friends. Hirotaka has a sad look on his face as he listens. But eventually, they have a whole uh, game meetup where he invites everyone over, uh, and yeah, they, they, they uh, work that out. So that's pretty well the first three episodes there's not like a huge amount of substance to this series but what actually is there is is so sweet and charming
2: so heartfelt yeah Yeah. it's so earnest Mm -hmm. and uh, it just like i'm gonna say this a lot while we're talking about the show but it just makes me so happy this show is diabetes for the soul Like, it is so (laughs) sweet. Like, I feel like I'm going to die of, like, sugar overload every time I watch an episode. And confession, I binged watched all the episodes one afternoon, and I was just like,
1: this is so good. I I, I want more, because this is the love story I've been dying for. And we talked about this, like, a couple weeks ago, how, like, um, we don't get a lot of the, like, relationship. When they've actually gotten together, yeah, the
3: maturity, yeah, within and it, it's usually gone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like this is this is what I needed because I just recently finished watching uh, my 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 first love. My love my, story. My love story. There we go. Right? It's really hot in Toronto when we record this. So <laughs> <laughs> my love, I don't know, hot. just love something. Anyway, my love story and uh, how that like that one really like spoke to me to the point where I like binge watched in like a matter of two days the entire (laughs) series all of it and so this was just like like the perfect kind of like I'm in the mood for it I want to keep going with it and I loved it and I loved like the realistic depiction of characters like I knew like the relationships we've been in those relationships before
2: I've seen those people I've done the things that they've (laughs) done and it's just it's really easy to like uh, what's the word oh yeah relate to the characters on the show
1: oh so much like, I know we we each know, um, like, at least one of those characters in the office itself. So it's like... Yeah. <laughs>
0: now, on the subject of relating, which character do you guys relate with the most, if any at all?
1: Hmm
2: ah
0: mm-hmm. why, about, why about,
2: what do you have Cole?
0: yeah because I feel like I'm a mix of hirotaka who's like completely open with being an otaku and completely open with being a gamer but I feel like the closest comparison would actually be naru where I don't want anyone to really like figure it out but once they do you really come to understand like my personality and like what I'm into
3: yeah, yeah I, I think I'm a bit of the same just... I don't talk about it openly unless somebody else brings it up. Yeah. But it's all there. <laughs> There's a lot of just knowledge that I'm just holding back until somebody mentions, oh, I like video games. And I'm like, okay, hey, I can talk to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I, I think I'm very much uh, Hanako, because I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty low-key, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to hide it either. If you find it out, I'm like, yeah, let's start talking. I think that's fine. I like that. Also, her relationship with... Um, hero With Hiro... Um, I've been in that relationship and it's kind of the best relationship in the world (laughs) like we have had those ridiculous fights and then like two seconds later we're best friends yeah (laughs) it's like I I just I related so hard to that right there but yeah no it was uh, a yeah very easily relatable how about you you're you're yeah you're yeah, Preston, Preston would t- Oh, yeah, me, yeah.
3: You see
2: me Yeah, you pointed at the wrong person there, but... Um, that was great. It was confusing to the I audience it, and I us. I feel like, um, I don't know, looking at it, it reminds me of two different points in my life. Like, before, I used to be a lot like nerd, where no one can ever know of this at all. No one must know anything, and I will keep it hidden as best as I can. And then over time, I kind of have slowly changed into like Hanukkah, where yeah, I'm not out and about about it, but like, you talk to me about something, well, shit, we're gonna be talking about this for a while now. Buckle up, son. And um, I don't know, it's kind of like the change to as I became a more. I don't know a socially adept person yeah mm-hmm.
1: also the more we as we grow up right yeah. I mean, yeah we realize that it's really stupid to judge anyone on whatever hobbies they're into yeah, um, yeah. uh i mean you know aside from like you know like, some,
0: like, p-
1: uh, like these kind of like like gaming or like any kind of nerddom there's nothing wrong with it it's yeah. like yeah. it was always a really stupid thing Plus, those no. things
3: have become so much more common now. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. Like it's not. It's not like this is like something that nobody's into anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everyone has their little slice of pie that they're into, whether it be Walking Dead, which isn't that great of quality, <laughs> yeah. oh, or something like Anime, which is of substantial quality. <laughs> <Jesus>. Hot take. <laughs> hot hot t- take <laughs> in the <laughs> middle of Watercoy. Yeah. Uh, but were there any standout scenes for you guys that you really enjoyed? I think one that I really enjoyed was actually in episode 3 where uh uh Naru and Hirotaka go to the comic Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and Hiro has to man the stall of watching over uh Naru's uh yeah, L- BL. Yeah. 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 And, like, someone approaches Hero and is like, oh, did you write this? And goes and touches his hand. And, like, did you really write that We should get together. <laughs> and, like, sexually harasses him. And Nara's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry, Hero. I'm so sorry this had to happen.
3: Um, I think mine was still the initial confession in the first episode. Yeah. Just because it was so heartfelt, but at the same time confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was like, he's not actually asking her out. But he, he's trying to. I
0: love yeah. that he addressed the, that in episode two, though. Yeah. That he never said, I love you. And yeah. that's
1: my favorite scene, because oh. he was so... Like, his reaction, I was like, I thought I did. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Why aren't you listening? Why don't you love me? My favorite
2: scene is um, right around there in episode two, where... Um, Naru is uh talking with Hanako and it's like so are you guys fighting or whatever and then Hiroto approaches him and then it just briefly turns into like a JRPG menu system and she had, and this entire time like but as the fight devolves between um Hanako and Taro and um like they start fighting she has this look on her face it's like simple animation of, like like simple lines for eyes and just this like kind of like smile on her as she just walks out of frame and then just books it. <laughs> for the door (laughs) and I just lost it at that moment and just
0: before that scene starts there's a masterful like NG reference (laughs) with with Hiro being Gendo and uh, Kawakura being uh, well Gendo's right hand man I forget is it Fiyutsuki? I I
1: don't remember
0: I can't remember Uh. our brains are melting but that's okay (laughs) Uh,
1: also in episode 3 when uh, they all go over to his house and how much like he admitted like he doesn't have people over yeah, he really enjoyed it, and he was like very low key, like not wanting anyone there, but he really had a good time. And yeah. Just, Shout
2: out to Naru so... changing, turning all the figures around. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but also cheers to Hiro for putting his entire porn collection in Kabakura's desk the day after. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are all these doing here? <laughs>
1: Uh, uh yeah no it's it's so great. Um, it's yeah, such a good I'm show, gonna, really good series. Mm-hmm. I wish there were I, more episodes. It might be my
2: favorite so. of the, the season so Already far. Really? Actually, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think like, it's, mine it's too. just so heartwarming and pure. And yeah, I'll say it gave me diabetes of the soul. You could quote that. Someone's gonna play that back for me like a year or two from now, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's the thing I said. I don't,
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. I have a particular criticism of it, but I, but I'm interested to see like. Should this really have been 24 minutes long an episode, or could they have done a short series? They could have they and made it just as just as impactful.
1: uh mm. I want the 24. It's minutes. 12 episodes
0: yeah. long, right? Like 12, 13. Uh, yeah, oh, seven episodes. Oh, what? Yeah. Seven? Oh, no. that's sure.
1: What you
2: mean? I, I watched
1: it all. Yeah. No. That's what I'm saying. Oh God. I oh. want more.
0: Oh
2: no. I did not know that. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, okay, now I was so, I was having doing such a good day, but now it's oh, it's oh. See, that makes me think they should have gone with the
3: shorter format. That yeah, to just
0: expand it out, yeah. even though it would be just I- those little slices of pie. I I, want I wouldn't more. have liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I really want more. I
1: want more. I like see, I like the twenty four because I it I got I loved it so much that if it was just a twelve minute, like or ten minute little short snippet, yeah. I would have not I would have been frustrated watching it because then I'd have to like keep go like it'd just be, Oh, I'm just getting into it for real and it's like, yeah. oh, it's over. Mm. So it, it's bad enough that it's only seven episodes long, but it would have been a lot worse for me if I couldn't have those cherished 24 minutes of it, so...
0: I do like the format of those seven episodes, though, that half of them are, like, dedicated to a good comedy segment about, like, otakuism, and then the other half are dedicated to their relationships and Mm -hmm. building them up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was... They they structured it so well that I... It it almost felt like it was a two-episode per show. Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, definitely gonna want more
0: of this <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna keep watching oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no um you said this is your favorite this is i i can't decide because cole happened to pick two one i really loved the season and yeah. i don't i don't know if i could pick between this one and hina masuri
0: yeah cause I, for me it's megalobox and hina that are fighting out watakoi is still just that brilliant charming Thing that I, I will now go back to Now that I know that sure. seven
2: episodes might change now, now I'm just so <laughs> yeah, disappointed. it's just not
0: enough.
3: <sighs> oh, yeah, for it. me it's Hina Matsuri. I, yeah, I I loved everything about Hina Matsuri. Yeah, yeah, and Hina still
0: gets those touching moments as well. Exactly. Despite being a majority of comedy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not, what what I love about both of them though, it's they're such unique premises in comparison to a lot of what we had like even last season. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Both of these are really unique and they stand out. That's. I don't know. It's a tough pick. It's a tough pick to yeah, Season's awards are going to be interesting.
1: This season's only just starting, because uh, next... And time- we got one series yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're just starting, so we got Preston... What are
2: you watching? What are we watching from you next week? Oh, now I don't feel bad now that I know (laughs) that Wako is seven episodes with the monster that I've inflicted on you all, that I will inflict on you all. Oh, no. Well, the first one's actually really good. It's Golden Kamui. Yay!
0: I actually really enjoyed this. Which is really,
2: really good. And um, please, listeners, watch that before next week's episode. I guarantee you'll love it. And the second one, I encourage everyone here to watch because I watched this as a joke and then started, and then over the course of an episode, I was like, is this good? this is actually good and second episode I was like I think this is good um <laughs> can I can I um can- Mur- pretty derby it's the horse girl anime guys <laughs> oh, uh, buckle up. okay <laughs> buckle
1: I did up not buckaroo. believe you and then one night I was the, at home bo- like just bored and I'm like I've run out of stuff to watch so I put that on and the first episode I'm like what the hell am I watching the second <laughs> op- episode was why the hell am I still watching this and third episode I was so invested that was it so yeah, I'm really go excited to talking about this one. <laughs>
3: you guys are crazy. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's oh just Remingtons see. watch
3: it too. I've watched, I've watched a bit of it. Okay. I've
2: seen it. Well, some people have bad opinions <laughs> to Remington, <laughs> and it's okay.
1: To Were know you that not that an, an initial
2: defender of Gangcrust? <laughs>
1: No, oh my God. I just said. No, no, Preston, I just said, No, no, I just said lie. I didn't mind it.
2: I did
3: not yeah, mind. Yeah, do you
1: listen to this guy? He keeps putting stuff yeah. in all of our. This league, is way leagues, you.
2: leagues better than whatever the hell Grandcrest was.
1: Preston, we're taking him down next episode. Oh hell oh. yeah, we are. Yeah, Get it's, ready. On, it's, it's on. It's on. Going down, <laughs> man. Going down. Put it up with down each other. to the races to watch <laughs> to some the horse
2: races. girls,
1: <laughs> and then. And then become idols at the end.
2: Yeah, I'll admit, as soon as I saw that I happen like, in the first episode, I lost my mind. But that's enough about the, for that for this week. We'll watch. We'll talk we more about I, it next episode. Yeah. Yes.
1: So get get hype, as it says in our notes. Get, <laughs>
0: hype. get
2: hype. Yeah, I forgot I wrote get hype in the notes. It's all caps.
0: Golden Kamuy and the Uma Umamusume Pretty Derby. Get hype. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I guess we'll move on to our recommendation section, where each one of our panel recommends uh, a beloved anime close to their heart. Lisa, would you like to start?
1: Yeah! So, uh, going into that, it should have been short, and then it was 24 episodes, I binge-watched The Disastrous Life of Psyche-K. Okay. Uh, Again.
0: (laughs) Yes, this is
1: my second time through it. Um, just because I really, really liked it uh, the first time. And did so, it
0: hold up for the second?
1: Yes! The animation did not. I remember the animation oh, no. being a lot better. <laughs> the things our
2: memories do, do to us. There are
1: a lot of blue backgrounds, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's about it's uh, it's about um, uh, it's about, Psy- it's about Psyche, and he's this pink-haired dude who was born with incredible psychic powers. Like, every kind of psychic power. It Came up with random reasons for the things that he could do throughout the episode, and it's basically his life as a school kid and uh, the interactions between like the people that he's with and during this like during his everyday life and him trying to be low key about his incredible superpowers and uh, like how the world justifies his existence and how he justifies everything to fit within the context of the world. It's. Um, Absolutely hilarious! There's a great cast of characters. He hates everyone, but they all love him, <laughs> and it's just the, the like interplay between like him just trying to just enjoy life and get some coffee jelly, and the rest of the world just kind of like I want to know more about Psyche. Um, he has some really amazing friends. One uh, one of his friends is. Just the only reason why they're friends is because he is so dumb that he can't read his mind. <laughs> the other friend is like this shonen, has never grown up from his shonen phase, and thinks that he is a like secret superhero with powers that have yet to be unleashed. And he kind of goes through life pretending that he is uh, basically that superhero and trying to save the world from the forces of evil. Um, and it just it's its really great it's really really funny like I don't normally like when I'm, I'm sitting at home and I'm watching TV I just kind of I snicker you guys know that that ah <laughs> uh, you know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I do that all the time know <laughs> exactly what you
1: mean
2: <laughs> yeah sigh Psych- not have to do
1: but anyway I actually laughed at stuff here and so that was kind of cool but anyway yeah disastrous Life of Psyche K totally recommend it it's now on Netflix which is great so it's easy for everyone to kind of get but uh, I watched it on um, Crunchyroll like, I think it was two seasons ago I see I want to say two seasons ago mm. um, it's also on Funimation as well and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure other people can find other ways of finding it but it's cool yeah highly recommend it
0: Psyche K mm, not great
1: animation yeah. that's but a good anime know. it's a great anime
3: yeah. <laughs> Remington will move on to you I am recommending one that Lisa mentioned just a little while ago My Love Story yeah. Oh yeah, this is really touching. Oh. Milo's Story is one of the first shoujo series I actually watched. And man, it is so good. It gave me such a different impression of what I thought shoujo series were.
1: They're kind of going to go downhill from here. just Yeah, yeah I know. Really, <laughs> Everything, everything
3: I looked at after, I was like, oh, well, this is not the same at all. This is the trash <laughs> I did expect. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, Milo's Story follows Takeo Goda. He's a tall and muscular student who has no luck with women. And every girl that he is interested in ends up falling for his good-looking best friend, Makoto Tsunikawa. Um, but this all changes when he meets this girl, Rinko Yamada, who's this like really small shy girl, and instead of falling for the best friend as usual, she falls for him. But of course he doesn't believe this. Yeah. So he tries to support her as she goes thinking he she's going for his best friend. And man, it is such a fun story. Yes. Like I've never seen characters like these, and just the way that they interact with each other is so unique. Especially for Goda because Gota's this muscular guy, but he is so nice to everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's a gentle I just, giant. Yeah, he's I love such him a gentle giant. So much. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he does these really over the top things, like like there's a fire going on, and he'll rush in and save people, and it it's so over the top intense. And it makes sense why this girl would like him so much, but yeah. he has no confidence in himself. And and it's nice to see him like overcome that over time.
0: Yeah, this isn't this is another anime similar to Watakoi where we really get to see the relationship develop. Exactly. Because it starts pretty early on.
3: Yeah, no, it's it starts off immediately of just yeah. him feeling that he's already been rejected yeah. <laughs> while she's already made up her mind about him. And even just watching his interactions with his best friend is like his best friend supports him as well. Yeah, and it wouldn't look like he does just because he barely talks. Yeah, and he has
0: that blank face.
3: Yeah, he has a completely blank face.
1: Oh, and the fact that he's just so earnest about everything yeah. he does, <laughs> like everything he does to hundred <laughs> percent.
3: Oh, he puts he gives everything his all, right. and it, it's it's such a heartfelt series. Like I loved everything about that. And yeah, it's it's nice. It's a change from the typical shoujo of just good-looking people falling for each other over like the course of twelve episodes. Although
1: although um uh sorry, what was her name? Uh the the girl. Uh the, Rinko. Sorry. Rinko. Rinko. Rinko, she is like the ultimate adorable anime. Oh, solo. yeah, for sure. Like, they, they really played that one up. For sure, like but the set- contrast
2: between her and
3: Gona are why yeah. it works so well. It's
2: so great. <laughs> Am I the only one here who hasn't watched the show? You need to really. I think I'm so. the only one who has I think you need yeah. to. Yeah,
1: you it's yeah. awesome. so great. Especially if you like sweets, because there's a lot of sweets in this. <laughs> oh, don't tempt me. <laughs>
0: Well, Preston, what do you have to show for us today?
2: Well, um, just like Psyche-K, my series is on Netflix, and it just came out um, in April, actually. It is Agretsuko, which which is a show about um, Retsuko, who is an anthropomorphic red panda, works in Tokyo. She's 25 years old, single, and works in the accounting firm of a Japanese company. And her job sucks. Her <laughs> boss sucks. Her coworker sucks. The work she does sucks. And she hates it, but she keeps going back every day. And to unwind, she goes to karaoke and s- sings death metal at the top of her lungs. Yeah. And... <laughs> the show's uh, done in... Um, uh, it's... Um, it's Sanrio. Like, uh, the mascot's owned by Sanrio, mm-hmm. who you know typically knows, like, oh, it's, like, cute, like, lovable characters whatnot. Like, Hello, and, yeah, King, like, Hello yeah, Kitty. Yeah, Hello Kitty and stuff. And, stuff. Yeah. and um, that's how the show starts. Yeah. <laughs> and then the death bell comes, and it's just those characters imbued with rage and anger <laughs> all throughout <laughs> it. And that's what got me into the show, but what I really like about the show is um, I'm 25 as well, same age as Retsuko, and I don't know, like, I, I relate to the fact of just like not knowing where you're going in life, working in a job that you don't like, and just having to deal with a whole bunch of bullshit. And the way that the characters interact with each other and the and the um, storylines that develop um, remind me a lot of experiences me and my friends have had. Mm. And I found it really relatable, kind of like Wadakoe was in a different way. And I highly recommend it to anyone who um, just... Honestly, anyone who hates their job, which I think is everyone here and any of the people listening at some point, everyone's hated their job. I like my job. Yeah, you like your job. (laughs) But you (laughs) had jobs you hated. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: you had jobs you hated. That's the thing. Has anyone else here watched this? Yeah,
1: I've watched a couple
3: episodes. I completely agree with how relatable it is. Mm. And I found it funny because I always usually watch anime about kids in high school, and I'm like, oh, man, I I could relate to that so hard. But now I find myself relating to these 25-year-old characters who are just miserable kind of <laughs> yeah. like, they're like like it's like just they're so many yeah they're like, like they're
2: existing they're not living they're kind of just existing exactly. trying to find some happiness out of it
3: and there are so many series that I didn't realize were like and, that and Aggretsuko does it really well
2: yeah. and there's a lot of characters in here like I say like uh, Retsuko hates her coworkers and whatnot. Yeah. and from the first episode, yeah, she hates them. As like the show goes on, like those characters get developed. It's like, oh, that coworker who you thought just like made up to the bosses and grovelled at their feet. Well, she's doing it because she has no other choice. Yeah. Like that's the best way she can like survive and thrive in this environment. Well,
3: yeah, that's. I mean, that's what everybody's doing. Yeah, everybody's just trying to survive, mm-hmm. and it, it gives you a chance to really look at. Their also, the boss things. is
2: an actual pig, <laughs> I like that. which is amazing. uh. <laughs> yeah. oh. But yeah, Agatsuko, check it out. It's all on Netflix. There's no
0: reason why you shouldn't watch it. And now, Cole. Okay. So, originally I was going to recommend a different anime, but I finished one recently called Garo Vanishing Line. And I know Lisa's watched this. I know Remington has watched part of it? Yes. I I haven't. hate this. <laughs> yep. I, I, what? Yep. I hate Vanishing Line. Because after episode six... <laughs> They go on a huge road trip to nothing. What is this show, first of all? I'm not recommending this one. I'm recommending a good Garo series. Garo Divine Flame. You
1: shut your full mouth! This is my favorite (laughs) one, Lisa.
0: I will not shut my foul mouth. You cannot stop you him. You take that back. Vanishing
1: <laughs> line was good until the second part, and then it was good like at the second part of the second part. <laughs> you see,
0: we're just okay, learning to settle. Vanishing right. line should have been a movie.
1: Vanishing line should have been a movie. Yeah, yeah. I agree. yeah.
0: But with Garo Divine Flame, this one is set during uh, the during like a fictitious version of the Spanish Inquisition. And what it is is that this I didn't expect that. Yeah, this is like the start of <laughs> I'm Garo. I make such horrible (laughs) jokes. Oh, my God. I apologize to everyone. Yeah. Continue. (laughs) So, uh, this evil, like, advisor for the Volantia kingdom uh, puts out this witch hunt for the Makai knights and Makai alchemists who uh, basically defend the world in secret from these beings called horrors. And... Mendoza is allied with them sends off this witch hunt and kills uh, and burns a uh, Makai alchemist at the stake named Anna who is uh, giving birth to our protagonist named Leon. Now Leon's journey from birth to being the Golden Knight, to being Garo is this massive evolution of a character because he starts as a very novice, he's being trained by his father, Herman. and what Leon uh, starts out with is that his armor is cracked. It looks more bestial, um, and flames are seething out of it. So he overheats really quickly. He can't stay in combat very much, and he's fighting with his emotions rather than like rather than proper discipline and skill. Uh, but what happens is that through this series, you see this massive evolution. If, if anyone here has played Tales of the Abyss, then you'll know about Luke oh. Fonfabra, who mm. starts out as this terrible character, yeah. but Yes, but by the end, becomes amazing and redeems himself in the best of ways. Uh, It's the same thing with Leon here, where Leon causes an incident uh, partway through the series and basically gives up the armor. He's not worthy of it anymore. And what you see is him having this journey and this realization of what those flames mean to him uh, from his parents. And... What, he, what it really means to be Garo, to be this symbol of peace and hope that no one can know about in, in, in the human world uh, it's a really great series I think every character is, is great in terms of the CGI fights unlike Vanishing Line which only has a couple per series uh, <laughs> this one every episode you're getting at least some Garo. some oh. other Makai Knights going at it with horrors and it's great action it's great storytelling it's great characters it's a lot of fun
3: I'm definitely going to check this one out. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Should I
2: start with Garo Divine Flame if it's like my first ever?
0: I think it's a great introduction because a lot of the Garo series are kind of like split timelines as well, similar to Fate. So, like, you have the live action ones, which are tokusatsu shows. This yeah.
2: Is this stupid this Fate?
0: Uh, at less. times. A little less. Yeah. Just a little. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah, okay. we, we don't got, like. <laughs> You can't say anything. Yeah. yeah, you're trying to
2: sort through the appropriate. Who's things. the lion? <laughs> oh, Thomas
0: Edison. He, yeah, why is Thomas Edison a lion? <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's a little less stupid than than what fate has going on at times. But yeah, a lot of fun. I think everyone should check it out oh, uh, because exciting. I I want to get people into Garo. I hate Vanishing Line. I hate Crimson Moon. This is the only good anime. Check it out. The
2: uh, only okay. thing, bold, bold, <laughs> bold words. The
1: only good
0: play. anime ever made. No,
1: of Garo, okay. No, not the only good anime. <laughs> no, you heard your first folks It's stamped and approved. Cole Watson thinks Garo is the only good anime. Every
3: anime outside of Garo Divine Play
0: Is a mistake. I'm so sorry, Garzi's Wing. <laughs> but I, I guess we'll close it out on my new ending segment The Plastic Addict. Hello, and welcome fellow aspiring collectors to The Plastic Addict. Today, I'll be recommending some starter action figure lines to get you started with your own collections. First up, Bandai's SH Figure Arts line, which covers a wide plethora of series including Marvel, yeah. Star Wars, yeah. DC, yeah. and then all those other anime properties you love, like Neon Genesis, yeah. Avon and then we have Max Factory's Figma line, Yay. which is perfect for people like Preston, Hey! who love fate. Of course I do. Who's your favorite character, Preston? Saber. There's a Figma of that, and Yay. you can pose her really? any way you want. Any way I want? Yes, yeah. with perfect details. Oh, perfect details? A great sculpt. A great sculpt? And a plethora of articulation. A plethora of articulation? Oh boy, I want that. Well, you can have it for the price of $50 to $150 per figure. That's reasonable. Yeah, that's overseas prices for you, kids. Well, anyway, that's it for this week's segment of The Plastic Addict. I'll catch you at the next one. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Tune into CG Magazine, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app to listen to the continuing adventure of the Anime Research Society. Brought to you by CG Magazine and the Pixels and in Ink Podcast. Have a question or comment for the Society? Tweet us at ARSociety, at A underscore R underscore Society, or find us all on Twitter. Lisa? I'm at Lisa Awesome with no ease. Remington? At Remington Joseph. And Preston? I'm at Preston Dosa, spelled ZSA. And you can find me at Kaiser underscore Watson. You can also leave a comment at cgmagazine at cgmagonline.com. Want more from CG Magazine and Pixels Inc.? Follow us on Twitter at cgmagonline, Facebook cgmagazine, Instagram at cgmagazine, and YouTube cgmagazine. From everyone here at the Anime Research Society, happy researching.